Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for joining Veronica Bellamy. Inspired. What's up, guys? I hope everyone has had a dynamic Sunday. And if you're anything like me, you're enjoying the warm weather, the transition from winter into warm, uh, pretty trees outside, seeing flowers blooming, and warm weather, right? We can get sandals on, we can wear our sundresses, ladies. Guys, it's time for you guys to pull out the linen suits and things like that. Maybe I'm showing my age by saying that. Nevertheless, it's that time of the year. It's springtime essentially so hope everyone has had a great sunday um to everyone i want to welcome you all to the veranda bellamy inspired show that's both to my old um, listeners as well as anyone that's new tuning in for the very first time so the veranda bellamy inspired show is committed to bringing you content of relevancy through the textures of each episode that I air to you all. My focus is always on helping others to make sense of living. And that's either through my topics of discussion, my morning lift of inspiration, or it could be through counseling services that I provide, mentoring services, coaching, if I'm at an event speaking, or just in casual conversation with, um, with you all. I believe I was put here to spread the message of love to everyone that I come in contact with because I hear it often from those that I come in contact with, those that I encounter. Um, They always say to me, you're so loving. And then some say, you're a little crazy, Veranda. (laughs) And I'd like to look at myself as a combination of both of those things. So um, hence the name Veranda Bellamy Inspired. So, of course, I think that I'm loving because I am, right? Veranda, Bellamy inspired. You know, yeah, it just kind of makes sense. So moving forward here, guys, today's topic is on living in balance. Today is the close, actually, of season three of Veranda, Bellamy inspired. But it's also the introduction to you all of my Lyft seminar, LIFT stands for Living in Fellowship Together. Isn't that so, Veranda? I think so. Love, living in fellowship together, it just kind of makes sense, right? So with that being said, it's been three years, essentially, of Veranda Bellamy Inspired podcasting and all the shows and segments and different co-hosts that I've had on. And I feel like at this time, I've kind of outgrown this platform, and it's time for me to move out and be in front of you guys. And I'm looking forward to actually being able to touch you all and see you all and love on everyone in a different format than what you guys know of me at this point. So what that means is that Lyft will be coming to a city near you. Tour dates are being determined as I speak. And, you know, what can you guys expect from the Lyft experience? You can expect love, laughter, 
inspiration and fellowship together. That's me. That's who I am. That's what I embody. So I am so looking forward to kicking off the tour and being in different cities and being able to get to know you guys on a more personable level than what you guys get to hear from me behind the computer or if you're listening th through your phones or through iTunes, however you're reaching me at this point. I want to be able to meet you guys in person and I'm looking forward to being able to do so. So I encourage you all to stay tuned for the tour, tour dates and being able to come to a city near you. So a lot has happened guys since I started the show back in 2013. I actually launched the show uh, the week of 11-12-2013 actually and I've had the opportunity to interview some dynamic forces within our world and I've had the opportunity of meeting people that I never thought that I would meet because of the show. The show really brought me out of a shell. And if you guys have time right now just to hear a little bit of my testimony and some of the things that I've overcome since I began the show, when I started the Veranda Bellamy Inspired show, it was during a week that I also published my first book, which is titled The Pain Stops Today, 10 Steps to Discovering Your Purpose. So during the week of 11, 12, 13, I did a whole, I launched a whole lot of things. Um, and two of the things specifically was my book, for, uh, The Pain Stops to Today, as well as my show, The Veranda Bellamy Inspired Show. I started on this after actually I was nearly done with completing my master's degree and um, in mental health counseling so it was a lot going on but I felt like this was the best way for me to kind of position myself in the career that I was moving towards. Um, see, I had spent about 15 years in corporate America, got tired of it, burnt out. I learned a lot though from corporate America, so I will not knock the experiences that I gathered from there. But I got to a place to where it was time for me to kind of move on to something else. And so I did. I went back to school and I got a master's in mental health counseling. And moving into the field of mental health counseling, it's been, I can't even put words on it. It's literally like I'm almost in ministry every single day of my life. Every time I get a chance to go out and see a client, um, the clients think I'm helping them, but they don't realize that they're really just inspiring me at the same time. So it's kind of a give and take type of thing. And I absolutely love being a therapist um, and seeing change come about from, you know, just the tools and resources that I use with my clients. Um, in addition to that, I provide coaching services. Um, I've helped some people get started on publishing a book. So a lot has happened since 11, 12, 2013. And um, it's just time for me to move forward, guys, in a realm of being able to meet with you all in person, like I said before, on a more personable level than what you guys know of with me being behind the computer screen and things like that. So you'll know I'm real because I am, okay? I, 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 I'm real, I'm a real person. <laughs> just in case you're wondering, but um, yeah, so a lot happened in 2013 and it just kept the momentum kept going and building and um, having different shows. So since that time, I actually have aired almost 150 shows, which is a lot. Um, 
I started the show, guys, literally with no knowledge of anything that I was doing. Um, I had some guidance a little bit from like coaches and things like that and mentors to kind of, you know, give me some insight on on how to get things going or getting defined and refined, I should say, in my purpose or whatever. But I had no knowledge about how to do this and how to use the technology and things like that. I had I didn't know any of that. I didn't know anything about, you know, um, reaching out to people for interviews. But like I said before, I had 15 years in corporate America in which I um, got a lot of experience in just being able to um, build rapport with people and things like that. So. I think corporate America actually helped me quite a bit with being able to launch this show. So um, in that, again, I started getting interviews. I um, at one point had quite a few co-hosts that was on and the show just kept growing and growing and growing to well over 10,000 listens. So it's just time for me again, and I keep saying it, it's time for me to move to graduate. It's time for me to graduate from this platform to the next, and I'm looking forward to it. Although I will miss this format because it's where I started from, and it may be times where I may um, shoot out to everyone um, just some new segments or interviews that I may have gotten through my um, interactions, you know, day to day, or if I'm setting up interviews and things like that. So what you can expect from me coming forward or going forward in the future is for me to have some type of app that you guys can access. And then I wanna provide on-demand services for you as well. So you'll be able to access not only the interviews, but also any on-demand products and services that I offer and things of that nature in addition to my tours and um, the tour dates and where I'm going to be at and, and things like that and I would love to see each and every last single one of you guys um, if you can make it if I'm up in Maryland or if I'm in Atlanta or if I'm in, I'm in Texas wherever I'm at like if you can make it there that would be it would mean the world to me and just you know be able to come up and speak to me and say you know oh, I've listened to your shows or you know um, I read your book or something like that so I'm looking forward to this new season and everything that it has in, in store. So I share all of that with you all to say that you do have to find balance in when you're moving from one stage of your life into the next day-to-day um, -day living, you've got to be able to find balance. And guys, this is not easy. It's not easy to do um, in terms of just, you know, having moving forward in life and having, I guess, the confidence to go about and be the person that you know that you are supposed to be. So living in balance actually helps you to be able to cultivate and um, fine-tune yourself into the person that it, that you would like to be. So in having balance, you get to make time for yourself first. You know, you get to make time for your family, um, going to church. If you are a church goer, you're a religious person or a spiritual person, um, prayer time, you get to make time for your career um, and all of those great pieces of who you are finding being able to find a way to balance all of that out is what keeps you centered and keeps you at your best it is hard to do and it's easy not to do it's easy to not be um, balanced and to put 90 percent of your energy on say your career and then everything else just kind of falls to the wayside and you don't want to live your life like that you want to live your life with intention with focus with clarity as much as you possibly can 
Because I promise you, as you guys, I'm sure you know, life has a way of teaching us lessons that will pretty much just <laughs> knock us on our behind, right? And then you're on the ground trying to get back up again. So finding that balance or at least knowing what you need to do to be balanced is key. So that's a little bit of my testimony and how all of this came about. And I give all the honor and glory to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for the gifts that he's given to me and, you know, just the talents that he's given to me. And I look forward in um, expectancy of what the Lyft experience will bring to everyone that gets a chance to be a part of it, just to be in the atmosphere, um, to be in fellowship together. I look forward to how God will move in that and how he will continue to move in each and every one of your lives. Lives, um, and and just just loving on you know you and and those that you encounter. That's really what it's all about, guys. Being able to find or not necessarily find love, but to let the love that's in you come out and let it just completely just be the light, the beacon of light that's already there. Let it show despite what you've gone through. Because Lord knows, guys, I will tell you this: that I've gone through quite a bit. A lot of people look at me like, Veronica, you've never been through nothing. How can you tell? Uh, you don't know what Veronica Bellamy has gone through. There's a reason that I titled myself Veronica Bellamy Inspired. I've gone through quite a bit. I've overcome quite a bit. But I don't let my yesterday predict my today in a negative form. You know, whatever happened to me yesterday was just pretty much setting me up for an even greater tomorrow is how I see it. And so you've got to take the mindset of being a survivor rather than a victim in any of these situations um, because it's very easy for you to play the victim role, but that's not really going to get you anywhere. So you don't want to take that leap of or that, that mindset, I should say, in terms of how you're going to live your life. I encourage you all to definitely find balance in your life, to let love be your guiding force in everything that you do, anyone that you encounter. And as one of my mentors always tell me, Make a dent in your corner of the world, whatever that looks like, whatever your career ambitions are, go for it, you know, and it's ironic that we're doing a show on the the, the, the brink of, you know, um, Prince departure and, and, and his transition, if you will. So let us just give him a moment of silence in this moment. He was such a dynamic talented individual. He was so creative. We all know his music and may he continue to rest in peace. So, and that's Prince that is. So guys, we all have talent in us and you don't want to let fear paralyze you or allow fear to stop you from moving forward and living in your greatness, in your excellence, you know, in the gifts that God has given you. Each and every last one of us here, we have a purpose. We have gifts inside of us that the world needs. And it's time that we actually start living within our own truth. So with that being said, I have a awesome show lined up for you guys dynamic guests that's going to be on i have miss arielle simone who is an actress and a model she's also a talent scout for john casablanca the modeling agency um, that's actually where i met her at You'll be hearing more from her here in just a few minutes and then her story and some tools and, and some suggestions that she has on living in balance. Um, 
The next guest you'll hear from will be my prophetess Valerie Moore. Valerie Moore is her the title prophetess speaks mounds and that's exactly who she is and I am so honored to be able to share with you guys some of her words of wisdom. You will hear her coming on soon as well. And then following her will be Marcus D. Wiley, which some of you guys have heard him on the Yolanda Adams Morning Show. He is hilarious, um, but he's also a comedian. He's an author. He's a professor. Um, in addition to being a radio co-host, so and he's a loving and devoted father and husband. So his wife actually just launched one of her singles. Um, I think she's preparing to launch an album, and I have the single, and I'm going to play it for you, Miss um, Erica Wiley. It's a beautiful song. I think you guys will like it. It's very fitting to this show and um, what we're going to be discussing. So, at any rate, with no further ado. I'm going to go ahead and introduce you all to Miss Arielle Smith. Um, she's an actress and talent scout. She has been in the industry for her entire life, nearly. She has performed in theater productions such as The Importance of Being Earnest and Little Shop of Horrors and most recently, The Vagina Monologues. Okay, don't wait. Yeah, you heard me, but let her explain it to you. <laughs> Miss Arielle continuously participates in various short films, independent films and festivals, including one of her favorites, the 48-Hour Film Festival. Smith currently scouts for John Casablanca's modeling and career centers for exceptional talent that want to build a business and a brand in the acting and modeling industry. Smith works with, with movies such as Hunger Games and The Avengers. Smith is focused, driven, motivated and has an impeccable eye for talent with no further ado i introduce to you all miss arielle smith i'm great i'm excited to be here with you <laughs> i am thrilled to have you on as a guest it's it's truly an honor you know like i told you before i think that everything happened for a reason and I, actually no i think you told me that I don't know. Somebody said it, right? <laughs> yes, one of us said it. <laughs> so, you know, I thank you for taking out the time to be a guest on the Veranda Bellamy Inspired Show. So I'm so excited to have you. Um, as I shared with you when we met, this is this is my baby. So um, I take it very seriously. And um, I just, you know, I really do appreciate you joining. So... Who is Miss Ariel? Ariel Simone? Tell us a little bit about you exactly. Well, just a little bit about me. I am originally from New York, uh, born and raised Queens, New York. I come from a single parent household with my mother. That's why I feel like she's one of my backbones just because of how tightly woven our relationship is. And uh, through that relationship, she has she has just taught me to never give up, you know, and um, I have two older sisters that I love dearly and just an extremely supportive family. And yeah, that's basically it. So of course now I am an actress and I am living in it. I am breathing through it. Although I've tried many things before and my degree is in chemistry, but now I'm living in my art and that is exciting to me. Yeah, and you're beautiful. You're absolutely beautiful inside out, you know, and I think that carries you a long way in the field that you're in right now. You know, so many times you run across people that are actresses or, and or models and they have kind of like this 
this, uh, what am I trying to say, arrogance about them that really kind of turns a person off and you're nothing like that. I appreciate that about you. And, you know, continue to just be who you are. Continue to be exactly um, the way that your family has, you know, kind of cultivated you to be and the person that you've grown into as a a woman. So um, that's absolutely amazing. So I was looking at your bio and you, it says on here that you've performed in theater productions such as, um, quote, the importance of being earnest, um, Little Shop of Horrors, and, <laughs> and then most recently, um, the Vagina Monologues. Tell us a little bit about, you know, being a part of such awesome pieces of work. How, how was that for you? It's just such an amazing uh, growth pattern. I started um, when I was 10. Like, my mother put me in my first musical wow. theater class, and yeah, we found out quickly that I couldn't sing, but <laughs> she kept me in there, you know? <laughs> so we're going to figure it out, and so uh, my first production that I did in regards to acting, I was, um, believe it or not, I was standing I was Grandpa Joe, and I remember vividly, and you know, just to transition from, you know, stage productions when you're doing your know, community theater all the way through to doing uh, productions that are for organizations that you're raising money like recently I did the vagina monologue and that within itself was just it was an amazing experience it was just humbling uh the people that I worked with under the director that I worked with I just I couldn't trade it for the world and you know every every part that you play it's you know it brings out a different you and Mm -hmm. I think that's I think that's why I'm so in love with, you know, acting. I love modeling. You know, I've done it for years. The first, the first production that I had in regards to modeling, I was nine. And I was in a hair show, and, you know, it was a designer as well, like a kid designer. But I fell in love with acting because you, you can find different pieces of you in mm-hmm. every part that you play. And I just feel like it's a blessing within itself to be able to have such a wide range of uh, experiences. That's absolutely amazing. It really is. So talk to me a little bit about this whole the vagina monologues thing. What what was going on there? What's that all about? <laughs> well, an amazing, <laughs> you know, you know, people do it uh, throughout the world now. It's turned into such a great movement, V-Day, uh, and that's what I was a part of. And of course, it's stopping domestic violence, uh, sex trafficking, things of that nature against women. And I feel that's why I wanted to take a part of it, just because I always want to get back. I want to mm-hmm. give back any way that I can. And mm-hmm. of course, my mother told me, because I was transitioning from theater to film. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because my mother said, get back into, get back into theater. Theater is your home. Theater is where you started. And I said, I know, but I, I'm, you know, I'm in TV film now. This is what I'm doing. This is what I want to do. Uh, and so she said, just listen to me. And sure enough, mama knows best, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I go and I audition. I just, you know, I was like, you know what? Fine, Ariel, go ahead audition and so I did and when I tell you I, I, I got a monologue that I, I just fell in love with um, My Vagina Was a Village and also The Revolution which is the finale I, I could not have asked for a better monologue and I could not have asked for a better counterpart which I acted with and sure enough the director that I was under she's in TV film 
she was in Greensboro from LA. This was something that she wanted to put on in regards to charity. And she's worked with companies like HBO and HGTV. So it was just so funny because I said, Mom, look at that. I went back to theater and I still got in contact with TV films somehow. She said, see, won't you listen to me? <laughs> you know? Well, right. <laughs> listen to mom. Listen to mom. But we raised, I want to say, like five to $10,000 for the nonprofit. Wow. Amazing. Um, they have another year that they can go strong and, of course, help women, help families, uh, you know, in regards to just preventative maintenance, but also, you know, getting out of a traumatic experience. So we, we were very proud of that, you know? That sounds absolutely amazing. I know I've heard of the theme before, um, but the way that you've just broken it down just makes it even more clear, you know? So with the whole monologues, the whole point of it is actually to make a statement, a broad statement or a specific statement um, in regards to just different things that women go through um, in life and how we're able to actually overcome those things. Is that right? Oh, yes, definitely. You have everything from comedy to, you know, I'm just talking to you like you're my girlfriend through to, you know, women who were victims of sex trafficking. Like the, the monologue that I actually performed, uh, she was a victim of uh, sex trafficking, of course, and, you know, brutality. And of course, it could be a little grotesque. So, you know, you know, <laughs> you know definitely, you know, I'm not going to go into it in detail, but you have everything from, you know, I just was feeling this way today all the way through to deep personal matters and I think that's what's so beautiful about the play the playwright itself. That's absolutely amazing. Girl, you're on fire. You really are. And you're also a scout for the um, for John Casablanca's modeling and career center. Is that correct? I am, and it's so funny because I actually, um, I, I started I started at John Casablanca's, and, you know, some people feel like, you know, uh, you know, this route is unnecessary, and then other people would say, just go to New York and be about it. Everybody has their own way, right? Mm -hmm. But I, I truly believe in the foundation that I received because just it was personal development, of course, right? And then also acting and modeling classes. And there's something about knowing your business. And I feel mm -hmm. like a lot of times people come into the arts and they forget this is a business. This is a functioning industry, and they have expectations. Uh, casting directors want things done a certain way. Producers expect things. And as an actor, why not know your craft and why not invest in you? And after I uh, went through John Casablanca's, I found myself on the right path with knowing why, knowing how. You know, not being um, not being subjected to certain contracts and things of that nature that I could never ask. You know, I could never ask for anything better or anything different. And I received my first agency contract through them at the edge of. 15 and wow. um it was a non-exclusive contract so that's what you you know that's what i i started off with was a non-exclusive contract and now mm -hmm. i'm in an exclusive contract with an excellent agency and i really feel like you know it's not it's not because you know john casablanca you know said hey this is this is your girl no i feel like it was the foundation that i mm -hmm. i needed to be able to know this is going to be a journey this is going to be a brand and you want to build it the right way so um now i work and now i work with the company and i scout for them and i want other actors and models to be able to go into a business knowing exactly how it functions you know yeah yeah because it definitely is and guys she actually turned me down um yeah i'm just gonna put it out here <laughs> Like that. <laughs> She's like, um, you know, well, Miss Miranda, 
No, uh, but, but you know, it, it definitely is. It is a business and it's something that you have to have the passion for. You have to have the gift for it as well, um, because you can't just jump into modeling and acting thinking, OK, yeah, I'm going to make these big bucks. No, it's not that you have to like, you know, really commit and be able to endure, you know, the different things that come your way, um, just like with any other career that you may go into. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. And I was, you know, it's so funny because, you know, we laugh and joke about it. I'm like, you know, I turned you down. But no, no, it's really, it's something that you have to say, you know what, this is, this is what I really want to do. And, you know, the, the path that we, we take with the, you know, center specifically, it's like, this isn't something that you're just dabbling in. You know, like, this is something that, you know, you know, I'm going to go full on with. And, you know, I really want to commit my, my, my energy to this. Mm-hmm. And um, I really, I really would say, yeah, hone in on your skill. And, you know, I'm proud to say that, you know, I'm able to help people do that while helping me do that. Like, it, it inspires me to see people come into my office on a daily basis saying, this is what I want to do. It, it inspires me every day, you know, just get up and, and do what I'm doing on a daily basis. Say, you know, it's worth it. Like, you need that energy around you, you know? You do. You absolutely do. You absolutely do need it. And they need your talent as well because, guys, she was very quickly able to identify this show, Veronda Bellamy Inspired, as being really what I'm passionate about. And it was an opportunity to where, you know, Miss Ariel could have, like, enrolled me, did whatever, whatever the next steps were, but she stopped me graciously and was like, no, this is Veronda Bellamy Inspired is where you need to be. I can get you a job. That's not a problem. So and I, I appreciate that honesty. And I'm just being, you know, candid because that's just how I am. But, um, you know, so it's just awesome how all of that went down. And here you are now being a part of the show. So now you kind of get a feel of, you know, what the show is all about. You know, the brand, Veronda Bellamy Inspired, um, and all of that. So I just really appreciate you joining us. Definitely. Um, I'm looking here and I see that you've been a part of movies like Hunger Games and the um, Avengers, two of my favorite movies. What was that like being a part of, you know, specifically the Hunger Games? What was that like for you? Well, um, my talent, for, for those movies, it was my talent. Um, mm-hmm. I actually had a, a conflict in regards to auditioning for um auditioning for other roles during that time frame and I chose a different route um, you know everybody you know you want to be on set for features and things of that nature but during that time frame I truly was building what's called a demo reel and mm-hmm. I would have preferred to have more speaking parts and more scene time as opposed to being on like a major feature film production set so yeah some of my talent have been in the Hunger Games and the Avengers but I chose the independent film and the short route because one thing that I must say you know it's, it's nice on a resume to see that but if, if it's not adding to your reel as a business it's really um, hard to justify saying you know yeah I'm going to go ahead I'm going to be an extra for two days as opposed to saying let me go ahead and do an independent film that's not going to pay me but it's yeah. going to get me a portion of my reel that really matters and I, so I take a lot of free work still because yeah. I, I know my long-term goal. You know, I know what I want my brand to look like and what I want to do in regards to my productions. And so, yeah, I take a lot of short film, independent, a lot of film festival work. Like, that's what I'm into as well. And, yeah, I've been on, you know, that's like I work with um, 
Nate Parker on his before he went ghost, right before he did this um, movie that, of course, over Nate, Nate Turner, Nat Turner. He did a, mm-hmm. of course a biopic over Nat Turner, right, with the Slave Rebellion. Before he went right. ghost with that, he did a film called Bloods Inside My Name. And that was one of the first times I was on a major production set. I was about 15, 16 years old. Mm-hmm. That experience was amazing for me just to be able to know what it feels like, you know, and to be in the midst of, of celebrities that are so down to earth and so right. focused. Yeah. So about their business. And I must mm-hmm. say, um, after that experience, I said, you know what, I'm going to do that. But I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it right, and I'm gonna build it from the ground up. And so um, when he went when he went AWOL, and he went and did this with Fox, I said, Oh my goodness! Now I know why he disappeared. And so that's kind of what I'm doing now. Like I disappeared. I'm I'm rebuilding. I'm doing a lot of film festivals, short film. Um, I'm in pre-production for my short film actually, and I'm putting my production together just so that I can I can really showcase a, a vision that I want to put forth. You know. That's fabulous. It's it's very, 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 very courageous of you at the same time. It speaks to just your, your talent and your motivation for what it is that you do. So in all of these things that you do, how do you like maintain balance in it all? How do you find that balance? You know, you know that's such a good question. <laughs> because the other week I was talking to my mother and I said, I feel like I'm like, I'm not drowning because this is what I want to do. But you know, if you think about it too long, you're like, I have so much going on, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, today, I was on the road meeting with a producer in Greensboro. I, you know, of course, I'm on the phone with you right now on my way back into Charlotte, and then I have rehearsal for a play that I'm in coming up in like July, August. And I was like, I really don't have any balance right now, and I need to do better with that. I do, but mm-hmm. um, it's kind of like you have re- you you regret taking that time off because you're saying like, while I took that time off, what else could I have been doing? And that's right. always the question that lingers in your mind. Like, should I have really slept for eight hours instead of five? You know? Right, right, right. Should I just took a cat nap for an hour and like kind of like got back up and did what I had to do. And so I don't. I, I would say my family is my my uh, my balance, for lack of a better you know phrase. Because whenever I spend time with them, I must say I get to breathe and I get to release and you know take time for me. But other than that, it's always go. It's always yeah. so, so, so. Yeah, it's really hard to find that balance, you know, in today's world, and especially in your industry and everything that you do, just finding that balance. But whenever you get around your family, they kind of have a weird way of just bringing you to your center, like you're centered, you're, you can let your hair down, you can breathe, you know, and not have to worry about anything when you get around them. So your balance is finding more time to be with your family, I think, you know. Um, that's so that's, yeah, that's, I that's a good other. Oh, sorry, I was going to say, I told them the other week, it was so funny, because I said, you know, I just want to buy, like, how many acres of land we need, and I want everybody to build a house on it, and I want them to, like, live together, and they were like, no. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, no, that's too much. No, you can just come and visit me when you have time. That is hilarious, right? But but that's how much they mean to me when it comes to like keeping Mm -hmm. my sanity and just being able to, you know, relax and and really Mm -hmm. just get a breath of fresh air, you know? Yeah, that's it's that's funny. That's really funny. But that's it's it's real, you know. It's it's very real. So whenever you get that time to spend with them, I mean, it's really not many people. You would probably make that statement too. You know, let's let's buy so many acres you know just so we can be together it's it's, it all comes back to family it really does so 
um, tell us about a time when you remember like the power of God, like really working in your life and through everything that you do. Oh my God, like every day. It's so mm-hmm. fun, it's, that, that is, that's such an amazing statement because the power of God every day, I would say, mm-hmm. just within those little moments that you don't think matter, those little mm-hmm. decisions that we make on a daily that, you know, mm, let me submit to this. Oh, you know, I really didn't feel like it, but I'm going to do it. And it's just mm-hmm. that little voice that goes, just do it. Why not? Mm-hmm. And that's the power of God because it can shift your whole universe. Mm-hmm. An example of this, I um, took an acting class about two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I got the email from a community college, like a community college here in the Charlotte area. Got the email. And I was like, mm, let me just go to this acting class. I don't know what it's about, but I need this acting class because I was out for like a month and I hate mm-hmm. not coaching. So I go mm-hmm. to the acting class and it's at an agency that I don't necessarily know everything about, but I've heard of the agency. I know that major casting directors in the Southeast region, they take submissions from them. And so I'm coaching. And you know, it was like a four-week class. And then I told the acting class, I said, I am looking for new agency representation just because I want an exclusive contract. I want to, you know, take my career, you know, a next, the next, to the next step. And he said, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, sure. Why is he married to the like the person who's over the agency? Married to the person who's like the lead talent. Wow. Wow. Agent, right. And so I'm like, not knowing who I'm talking to, not knowing who I'm making your connection with. He's like, Yeah, sure. I really feel like you deserve representation. So I submitted wow. the, the first time I get denied. And I, mm-hmm. I like to tell people that because I'm like, I got denied the first time mm-hmm. I submitted to the agency. I had to wait another six months before I could submit again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second time, sure enough, I got accepted. And I feel like it's because of that coach, because of him. And wow. that's because of God. I did not have to go to that class. Mm-hmm. I did not have to make that connection. And now I'm signed to an agency that I couldn't be more thankful for, you know? Wow. So just yielding to that little still voice inside. Mm-hmm. It takes us a very, very, very long way whenever we are we listen to it, you know. What other what upcoming projects do you have? I heard you mention something about um, you creating some work of your own. Like what what yes. Yes. so currently I'm on set this upcoming weekend for a short film for purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, you know, it's so funny that, you know, we're, we're talking about, you know, spirituality and things of that nature. It is a Christian-based film, uh, and I'm excited for it. Then I am mm-hmm. also in pre-production for my short, that hopefully I can start shopping around to actual festivals shortly. I'm in pre-production right now, and I'm in a play coming up in August called uh, Forever For What?, Mm-hmm. And it's been exciting just because the whole the whole cast they're amazing. The director wow. he also wrote it, and I really feel like the play itself is gonna throw people off and it's gonna make people talk. It's gonna create wow. a conversation. So I'm excited wow. about that. And then in uh, September I will be walking in New York Fashion Week. So my manager is currently, yeah, my manager is currently in conversation with. Um, they're conversing with certain designers. I'm gonna say like two or three designers right now. And we're finalizing things, but I'll know things shortly. But yeah, New York Fashion Week in September, so excited about that. <laughs> well, you got a lot going on. You really do. Um, God is definitely taking you to that next dimension. We always know when it's time. So you've put in the work and you're doing what you have to do. Um, if our listeners would like to get in contact with you, how can they do so? Do you have an um, email or something you would like to provide to them? 
Oh, definitely. Um, my website is IamArielSmith.com. So I-A-M-A-R-I-E-L-S-M-I-T-H.com. And then all of my social media is follow. So my Twitter is IamArielSmith. My Instagram is IamArielSmith. My Facebook itself is Ariel Smith, but my fan page is I Am Ariel Smith, so it's very simple. <laughs> awesome. So I will definitely um, make sure that they have that information as well. Um, what is your your final thoughts that you would like to leave with anyone that's listening who, you know, aspires to become a model or an actress or someone that has been in the business and kind of have gotten away from it because of the challenges? What are those lasting thoughts that you would like to leave with them? Um, and I feel like this is something that was communicated to me a while back by my uncle. I did not expect it. And he told me, he said, you know, after you do everything you can do, mm-hmm. you can do nothing. Now you just have to be still. Mm-hmm. Literally just be still. And uh, it really made me realize that certain things aren't in your power just because this industry is so subjective. It's a subjective industry. Um, somebody's cousin can look exactly like you, perform half, halfway better than you, and they're selected because they're somebody's cousin. That's just the way it is, right? But it's okay. It's okay because at the end of the day, your artistry and your craft will win. Um, but one other thing I do want to say is don't self-sabotage. So don't deny yourself the opportunity. Don't doubt yourself. And don't be distracted. And hmm. we realize that we do it all the time, but we are self-sabotaging. And I just would really love for everyone just to live in their truth and just go after it. Wow, that's powerful. Living in your truth. You heard it, guys. So, Ms. Smith, I want to thank you for joining Veranda Bellamy Inspired and being a part of this show. I appreciate you, Ariel. You drive safely out there, okay? Thank you. You too, and thank you so much, Veranda. I really thank you for taking the time out for me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Drive safely, and we'll talk soon, okay? You've just heard from Ms. Ariel Smith, and I apologize about the interference that we encountered, but you can find Ms. Arielle Smith at www.imarielsmith.com is her website, and all of her social media sites follow that same handle, I am Arielle Smith. So she left us with just when you've done all that you can do, it's time for you to be still, living in balance, spending time with your family, and staying focused on your, your calling and owning your truth, Ms. Arielle Smith. Thank you for taking the time to be on the show. So we're gonna keep this party going. We have another guest that's gonna be coming on. I really hope you guys are enjoying the Lyft experiences on the Veranda Bellamy Inspired Show. Guys, I want you to continue to hold tight with this. Sit back and continue to enjoy. Next up is Prophetess Valerie Moore. And with no further ado, I welcome Prophetess Valerie Moore. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking out the time to join my show. Um, I am Veranda Bellamy of Veranda Bellamy Inspired. And I basically came to find out about you through... Tiffany Moriar. Okay, I was actually at a conference a couple of weekends ago, and she was there as a speaker, and um, basically she made mention of, you know, you guys doing a conference here in Charlotte, and mm-hmm. that's how I came to know about who you are, so I kind of, you know, researched and 
saw some of your, your sermons on YouTube and saw your Facebook page, and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to get her on the show um, just to speak with you and just to, you know, basically introduce you to my listeners and for you to share some insight with them, okay? Um, just a little bit about myself. I am Veronda Bellamy, and um, essentially I am a lot of things. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm going crazy sometimes. I'll just be frank about it, but um, I am an author. I am a therapist. I'm a speaker as well. And um, some people may say that I have been called into ministry. I have not accepted that call. But as of right now, I operate under Veronda Bellamy Inspired. Um, so that's me in a nutshell. And I started this show back in 2013. And um, it's kind of amassed quite a bit of people listening. And I've had some awesome guests on. So I'm just honored to have you on as a guest as well. Thank you again for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm honored to be a part of the show. Thank you so much. Can you just introduce yourself to um, our listening audience? Absolutely. I am uh, Valerie Moore. I am living in Charlotte, North Carolina, but I'm from a little town that's not even on the map called Mate One, <laughs> West Virginia. Uh, I am the daughter of uh, pastors Thomas and Deborah Moore. Um, my mother's uh, in the medical field, and I was born to be a coal miner's daughter. Uh, biologically, I have two older brothers, and then my parents have some daughters that they adopted. So we're just one big blended family. <laughs> I, uh, I've, been, I've been preaching uh, since I was 19 years old. I am now 36, will be 37 this year. I've been prophesying uh, since I was two. But I've known I was a prophet since I was, I've only known that I was a prophet since I was 25. Mm -hmm. So I guess we can explain that a little more, you know, further down in the show. But um, <clears throat> I uh, work hard. I love God. I'm also a singer, a songwriter, a musician. Um, I love to uh, travel. I love movies. You know, I'm just a laid back country girl just doing a work for God. That's what that's who Valerie Moore is. That's awesome. That's that's absolutely phenomenal. So you said that you've been prophesying since you were two, and mm -hmm. you kind of, I guess, began to really see and recognize the gift when you were about 25. Is that right? Correct. That's right. So tell me a little bit and tell the listeners a little bit about what that experience was. What? How did you come to know and recognize the gift that God had given you? I came to know and recognize. I was preaching uh, in a church. When, when I was 25 years old and I was as I was ministering I began seeing uh, names addresses phone numbers checking account information things of that nature that of uh, people that I've never met in my life mm. and I just started saying what I saw uh, out of my mouth without realizing what I was doing under the power you know of, of the anointing and after church was over my spiritual mom uh, Dr. Pamela Price of Washington DC she was um, in that service with me and came up to me and said, do you know what that was? And I told her, no. <laughs> and I said, but I've always been able to do that. But I didn't understand it because the church I was raised in, they didn't really teach it. We didn't really teach the prophetic. 
So she kind of put me in her own little school and began teaching me and helping me cultivate the gift, giving me understanding, teaching me how to understand what I was seeing, uh, teaching me scriptures about it. And uh, that was back when I was 25, I'm 36 now, and I'm comfortable, I know what it is. I can talk to you all day about the gift. I understand the gift and how it works, why it works. And um, to God be the glory. That, that's how that works. And when I was two, you know, I would see things before they happen. I'd go tell my mother and then my father that people were getting ready to pass away. I would go tell them that, you know, I, I remember telling my mom one time, Daddy got to go to the hospital. You better go to the hospital because uh, a rock fell on his head. And next thing mm. you know, she got a phone call from the hospital that my father was at the hospital and a rock had fell on his head in the coal mine. Wow. wow. So, you know, things like that. When I was a child, I told my mom, get all of our stuff out of the house because when we come home, our house not going to be here. It's going to burn down. And we were at the church, and probably an hour later, we got a phone call that our house was on fire. Mm. So, you know, since I was a child, I've been doing things like that. Mm. That's powerful. That's God. That is that is yeah. God. And, and, of course, prophesying is one of the gifts of the Spirit. So. I'm just honored to be able to um, even speak to you, to be honest with you. Um, so you've been in ministry at this point. <laughs> wow. I mean, honestly, you could say since about two. But, you know, of course, you've been learning more and learning more about your gift and, and things of that nature. So um, how would you really define your ministry? Because it's so much that God has given you, so many talents and gifts that he's given you. How would you define it? I would define it as an imperfect woman being used by a perfect God to help perfect it, perfect an imperfect people. Wow. I love that. That's perfect. Because only, only you can only operate in this gift through him. Like it's, it's worthless without him being in your life and, and having given you that gift. So um, that's something that's powerful, you know, as we move through life and, and the listeners as they're listening and learning about spiritual gifting you know um it's funny you say that because my book that i've written it's uh, actually i'm on the third edition of that particular book but it's called the pain stops today um 10 steps to discovering your purpose and what the book really does is it guides the reader into understanding spiritual gifting um, wow. I believe that if you can get to know what your spiritual gift is, you can kind of see and get a bigger glimpse on what it is that God really wants you to do. Um, because it's in that gift that he will use you and be able to elevate you just like he's doing with you, Prophet um, Moore, just take you to heights that you never even imagined. Would you agree with that? Absolutely, I would agree with that. Uh, you, you said it to perfection. Um, I think a lot of times, People think they have to be perfect to be used. And I think the church has made the mistake of making people feel that they have to be perfect in order to be used. But uh, I heard a saying one time that says, God is not looking uh, for the qualified because he qualifies the call. He's not called those who are qualified. He qualifies them that he's called. And I believe God will use anybody in any way to get his message across. And uh, Valerie Moore has been through a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. Some of those were choices, and some of those things were handed to me. But I've decided, I've made a decision to make the best out of whatever I'm handed in life and whatever mm -hmm. I've gotten myself into. I've made a decision that no matter what, I refuse to compromise, and no matter what, for God I live and for God I die. 
And I, I'm, a, I'm a living witness that God can take the very, uh, take you at your very lowest. And if you'll trust Him, and if you'll serve Him, uh, and, and walk in what He's called you to do, uh, God will lift you up when people are trying to tear you down. Amen. Mm. That right there is powerful. Um, and it's so true. It's so true. He will do just that. He will qualify the call. I mean, only he can do that, you know. So when he calls you guys, you know, you don't have to go in perfection. You know, we aren't perfect people. We are man. And man is imperfect, but we're made whole and perfect through Christ. So um, just go if, if, if God is calling you into ministry. And, and it's so many different ministries that you can operate within. It's so many gifts. Um, within a spirit, you know, and it's really all about getting into the word and, and, and understanding um, exactly what those spiritual gifts are. And when you start to, what I found was when I started to read the word, I was able to see, oh my gosh, that's kind of me, you know, this, mm-hmm. you know, spirit of exhortation, that's kind of what I do naturally. Like, I just want to exalt God. So, um, you know, you'll, you'll be able to see exactly what it is that God wants you to do in that ministry that he has for you. Um, you touched on, you know, having gone through some things and, and that's, I mean, it's just life, right? That's, we are human, right. um, you know, living this world as a human and, and really trying to do the best we can. And I like to say, be as Christ-like as we possibly can, because that's all we can do. We'll never be Christ. But um, right. you, we go through challenges, right? So yes. you want to talk about any of the challenges that you've gone through, um, whether it's spiritual, within your ministry, or um, starting off your ministry, any of that to inspire the listeners? Absolutely. You know, um, when when you know, when I when I grew up, I grew up, you know, in a small town, uh, and you know, when you grow up in the church, pastors' kids especially are not supposed to have trouble. Uh, they're not supposed to deal with trouble. And because I went through um, a period of uh, rape and molestation uh, by two women, uh, that really messed with my mind because I never got counseling. I never got any type of therapy for it. And for some reason, we as the body of Christ sometimes tend to believe that you're not supposed to have those type of needs. Um, and uh, so it almost destroyed me. So I was suicidal. Uh, I was. I was. I became an alcoholic. Uh, I became addicted to marijuana and things of that nature. Trying to uh, put band aids on an open wound that had never been treated. And so when I got in the ministry, I started using preaching and singing and playing as a band aid. But you can't bleed on people and hurt people will hurt people. And uh, I found myself trying to hide behind the mask of me being a good preacher, me being able to prophesy, but never being healed. And so a lot of my struggles were, everybody was being delivered and I was dying. Everybody was getting set free and I was dying. I was falling apart on the inside. And, and, And then I became angry and bitter and mad at the church because I felt like nobody was trying to help me, uh, but people can't help what they don't know. And like it's like when you go to the doctor, one of the first questions they ask is, what brings you in today? In other words, what help, What hurts? Because a doctor can only heal what's revealed. And so until I 
took the decision, made the decision and took the stand that I refuse to be embarrassed about what happened to me. Amen. Because I didn't ask for that. I didn't mm -hmm. ask for that. I didn't ask for, mm -hmm. for those women to do that to me. I didn't ask to be molested. I didn't ask for my innocence to be snatched. Mm -hmm. But I also, I also decided I am not going to allow my past to be a place mm -hmm. where I reside. Because mm -hmm. a past is a place of reference, not residence. So I mm -hmm. had to decide that I was going to use that past to fuel me, to push me, to tell me that if, if God can bring you through that, then God is able to bring you through anything. So I think a lot of my challenges in the beginning of ministry was mental. And, and mm -hmm. I had to allow God to totally cleanse me and wash me and free me with the help of my spiritual mom and a lot of mm -hmm. prayer and a lot of fasting and therapy uh, because mm -hmm. people are dying. Uh, people are dying and people are hurting and all they're looking for is somebody to say, hey, I care. I'm here and let's work through this together. And I thank God for her because, you know, I talked about her a lot, but she saved my life at a time mm -hmm. when I felt like everybody else was blind to who I really was. God put a Pamela Price on this earth for Valerie Moore. And mm -hmm. I don't want to be selfish because I know Valerie Moore is not the only person that has been through something like that. So I want to help other women. I want to help other men. I want to help people know that you can recover and God is able and willing, but you have to do the work. I, I, that's, my, that's my message. That's why I'm so passionate because I want to see people win. I want to see people get delivered. I want to see people's lives change. And so that's why my life is dedicated to the things of God, helping people overcome and helping people succeed. Amen. Awesome. That's so powerful. You want to see people win. You want to see people delivered. You're sold out for God, in other words. Yes, and he's given, that's why he's given you all of the gifts that he's given you for that very reason, because of that passion you have inside of you. He knew that you would use them according to what he wanted you to use them for, the reason he gave them to you. So that's just awesome. And, you know, we all go through things in life. We really do. We all have struggles. I think everybody has at least one book in them that talks about their life um, from the past, the present, and, and what they would like to have in the future or what happened later in life. Um, everybody has at least one book inside of them. And that's just an awesome testimony you just shared. And I'm just... I'm just I'm actually over here just 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 in awe of the awesomeness of, of God because um, like you too I was molested um, as well and uh, when I started the show and I launched my book and all of those things a lot of this stuff happened um, during the week of 11 12 13 for me and um, it came by way of God speaking to me the pain stops today which is the name of the book and so it had been um, years and years of turmoil and and not really um, wanting to talk about, you know, what happened and um, all of that, and which led me to go back to school to become a therapist. And so um, I'm just, just in awe at this point. So thank you so much for just being vulnerable and sharing your testimony. And um, it just really solidifies the purpose that God has for you and the calling that's on your life is what it does. And um, thank you so much for being transparent and being willing to share that. So I really don't feel like I need to ask you this question, but I'm going to ask anyway. Um, what really inspires you most of, about your ministry? Seeing people delivered, seeing people set free, seeing people's life change. I say it all the time. I never want to go somewhere, preach and prophesy and sing and do whatever that I'm asked to do. I never want people to be impressed. 
I always want people to be impacted because impact says you can go to a place and years, months, weeks after you've gone, there's still evidence that you were there. I want people to be impacted. I want people's lives to be changed. This has nothing to do with Valerie Moore. And I never wanted people to start glorifying me and praising me because I'm somebody and people say, oh, that's false humility. It's not because if you knew what I've been through just to get here, if you knew what it took just for me to talk, you understand? You're talking to a girl that used to talk with a bad list. People can hardly understand what I was saying. Mm, Glory. I really, really, that's my heart's desire is to see people's lives. I love the testimonies when people mm-hmm. inbox me or email the office and say, Prophet of Value, you prophesied this and it came to pass. Or you mm-hmm. did this, you said this, and, and God really did it and God really moved. That's, that's my heart's desire. That's what I want to see. I want to, be, I want to see people's lives changed. I want to see people healed. I want to see people made whole. That's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. I love when you said, I never want to impress, but I want to impact. Because the impact is what will last. The impression is just what it is. But impacting someone will last for years and possibly decades to come. That's powerful. Um, Just a couple of more questions. Tell us about a time when you most remember the power of God working um, through you or within your ministry. This week, actually, I um, am <laughs> in a, a spontaneous revival. It was not even oh, okay. a revival. I was closing out a women's conference, and the pastor got up and said he heard revival. And so mm. he said, asked me, could I stay over and preach that Monday? I preached mm. Monday. Then he said, well, can you stay another night? And it ended up going all the way to Thursday night. But on that Wednesday night, we were in service. And there was a baby. This is just one of many, but this one really stands out. There was mm-hmm. a baby in there by the name of Baby Isaiah, mm-hmm. whose feet became clubbed and turned in on Valentine's Day of this year. He stopped mm-hmm. walking, unable mm-hmm. to walk. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. he took him to the. They took him to the doctor that that day, that Wednesday day, and the nurse there said, "Get him to my church tonight. Get him to the service. There's a woman of God there." And I believe he'll be made he he'll, he'll be he'll be healed. Well, nobody told me that he was coming. Nobody told me anything. And I began to speak on faith and talking about praising God and believing God for your healing and believing God. And I, I kept mm-hmm. saying to the people all night, I believe God's going to do an absolutely ridiculous miracle in here tonight. And I felt it. I felt mm-hmm. it so strong. And the stronger it got, the more I kept saying it. And all of a sudden, this little boy, about one or two years old, starts walking all over the church. And there's a woman walking behind him with tears. And normally, mm. people would look at that and say, that's out of order. Why is she walking with the Spirit of, when the woman of God is preaching or the man of God is preaching? But Holy mm-hmm. Spirit told me, don't say nothing. Let mm-hmm. him walk. Let him mm-hmm. walk. Mm-hmm. And wow. all of a sudden, I received a letter that said, Prophetess Val, this is Isaiah's first time walking. He has not been able to walk. And God healed that mm-hmm. baby right there in the service, mm-hmm. right wow. in the middle of the message. Uh, and his Glory feet turned God. back straight, his what? feet straightened out, and he's been walking ever since, no problem. Oh my gosh, that is, I mean, I know, you. did you shout? I mean, <laughs> I lost it, I lost it, <laughs> service was over, it was a wrap, <laughs> there was nothing else to be said at that point. <laughs> right, just drop the mic, I'm done. <laughs> exit stage to the left, that's it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is powerful. 
You get to experience God on that level and just see His work right literally before your eyes. But the thing that I really love about everything that you are sharing is that you are obedient. Because if you weren't obedient, none of this stuff would happen. None of the gifts and the the, um, talents that God has given you, none of that would actually happen. You wouldn't be able to witness His power um, the way that you do. So continue to be obedient, and I know that you will. Um, Continue to just follow everything that He wants you to do, and I know that you're going to do that as well. that's awesome. That's, oh my gosh, that's an awesome testimony and, and just, you know, just showing the power of God and, and mm, just powerful. Um, do you have any upcoming projects that you would like to share um, with the listeners? I, I, I have a, a lot of projects. <laughs> uh, to, to, tonight I'm doing my launch party. Uh, tonight my website will be launching. Um, I'm excited about that, and uh, I know by the time I listen here, it'll be launched. So um, I'm very excited about that. It's um, uh, I have a big event. I'll be at the Georgia Dome actually uh, this coming Saturday, April the second, with Dr. Jamal Bryan, and um, uh, there's a lot of people. <laughs> I'm going to leave people out. Uh, but that's going to okay. be this Saturday at 12 afternoon, 12 in the afternoon. Um, me and evangelist Tiffany Moriar, she'll be here May the 21st here in Charlotte uh, for the Glam Experience. That's May the 21st uh, at 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And that's at the Hilton on the Executive Drive. Uh, so I'm excited about that. We have about 30 to 40 engagements uh, that I, you know, thank God for a good assistant because I don't remember not one of those days. Uh, that's awesome. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna have you to go into all of it. But what I would like is that website that you're launching, so they can go right on there and see everything that's going on and where you're gonna be at. Absolutely, it is going. It's going it is. It's www. As in prophetess. Uh, www.pvm. That stands for Prophetess Valerie Moore. So www.pvmministries.com. That's the website. Yeah, www.pvmministries.com. Okay. Well, I got it. And um, by the time this airs, which it's going to air tomorrow, the listeners will be able to go on the website and, and hear, and, and not only just hear, but to see exactly where you're going to be at. I'm sure you're going to have some of your um, sermons, perhaps, that you've shared or YouTube feed so they can actually hear some of the uh, messages that you've actually shared. I was listening to one of your your. Um, recordings on YouTube and the hashtag was I heard that God and um, it was just it just really really uh, made me smile just I mean you you are awesome Valerie and you really Thank are you. and I just pray God's speed and his blessings that you know they will continue to saturate you and and just penetrate you just as only he can um, but um, yeah so they'll be able to go on your website and just be able to follow you from there um, any other contact information that you would like the listeners to have so they can get in contact with you if they need to? Absolutely. They can follow me on uh, Periscope. I'm on Periscope quite often just doing some inspiration. No foolishness. All inspiration. Okay. We have fun sometimes, but they can follow me there at uh, Prophetess VM79. That's Prophetess VM79. Or they can follow me on Facebook on my like page at Prophetess Valerie Moore. And please go join me on Instagram at Prophetess Valerie Moore. 
Fabulous. Any lasting words that you would like to impart to the listeners or to myself or anyone at this point? Absolutely. You know, there. The, I, I like to say it like this all the time. There's no thing that is too hard for God. There's no thing that is too hard for God. If God will bring you to it, he'll bring you through it. But not only, not only that, he'll bring you through the things that you have brought, your, brought to your own self. He'll get us out of situations that we've gotten our own self into. And a lot of times it's not that God is not speaking. Uh, and I, I want to say that very clear. It's not that God is not speaking. It's oftentimes that we don't like what he said. So it's not that he's not speaking, it's that he did say it, but we don't like what he said. And sometimes I think we need to stop and not thank God for the doors that he opened and not thank God for the ways that he made, but thank God for the doors that he did not open. Thank God for the ways that he did not make and the message that he did not let us get ourselves into. Because everything bad ain't wrong, just like everything good ain't God. And I just want people to be encouraged and to know that his strength is made perfect in your weakness and that he's able to do exceeding abundance above all that we could ever ask or think. And, and God is God is getting ready to, to, to release miracles. I believe we're in that we're in that season where God is getting ready to show us who he is. Uh, uh, he's getting ready to really demonstrate his power and show us who he is. So don't give up on God. Stay focused, stay encouraged. And know that Prophet Val is praying for you. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate you, um, Prophet Valerie, for joining Veronica Bellamy Inspired. You are a true woman of God, and um, I just pray that God will continue to bless you and guide you in everything that you do. Thank you so much for joining. I really do appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I want to tell you, uh, you, you do have a ministry on your life. And um, mm. it's greater than you can even imagine. And I want you to go ahead and mm. get those women together and go ahead and launch mm. that women's ministry. So you've just had the opportunity to hear from Prophetess Valerie Moore. And I wanted to play that last segment that I played for you guys primarily to let Prophetess Valerie Moore know that I was already working on creating the Lyft experiences. She knew nothing about it. And this actually, with this whole platform of Veranda Bellamy Inspired, the Lyft experiences was something that I had written out like the night before I interviewed her. And I had a list of, of names that I wanted to be um, invited to be a part of it. So when she shared the last piece um, that I just shared with you guys a few moments ago, like it just shook everything within me so i wanted to play that to you all publicly um to let you know that you know god is able god is great he can do anything but fail so when you trust on him and you lean on him and you know he'll he'll open up doors for you that you never thought were imaginable he'll connect you with people that you never thought you be able to be connected to he will confirm the gifts that he's placed in you by way of other people um, not only with you just filling and and feeling an urge to do something specifically he will confirm that um, by other people as well so i encourage you all to continue to operate within whatever your gift is your spiritual gifts are um and for some of us it's more than just one i want you all to continue to operate within everything that you have been given so with prophetess valerie moore um she actually can be found on her website that is is www.p as in prophetess v as in valerie 
M as in more ministries.com. So that's www.pvmministries.com. And you can follow her on Periscope at Prophetess VM. 79 and you can find her on facebook and instagram at prophetess valerie moore so that was such a dynamic interview that i had with prophetess valerie moore and um, i encourage you guys to go ahead and start following her she has this new hashtag that i absolutely love and it's hashtag i heard that god so it's just powerful she's an awesome woman of god and i'm just so honored to have been able to interview her to be a part of the the introduction to you all of lift so we're going to keep this party going um i'm actually at this point i'm going to take a break for just a few moments and play a song for you. Um, it's Erica Wiley, which is the wife of Professor Marcus D. Wiley, comedian, and all of those great things. So I'm going to play play her song for you guys. So I want you to sit back and enjoy. just played a snippet for you guys of Erica Wiley's new single titled The Front that's available on iTunes and all of the other media platforms that you guys go to purchase your music from. So if you want to listen to the entire song, I will play that at the end of the show in just a few moments. So we're going to keep going here, but that song absolutely amazing. How many of you all can attest to feeling like God is taking you from the back to the front like he's pulling you out of those places where you've kind of just been in the shadow of your life and other people and things like that well that's the premise of the song it's an absolutely beautiful song and um, I implore you to go ahead and, and download your copy she is coming out with an album soon so whenever that's released just you know keep your eyes on her husband's website I'm sure she'll have a website coming out as well but it's a beautiful song. Nevertheless, our next guest and final interview for today is with no other than the Marcus D. Wiley, the comedian. Um, he's also an author. He's a professor, in addition to being an awesome husband and father to their son. So 
with Marcus D. Wiley. You guys may be familiar with him being on the Yolanda Adams morning show as um, Bishop Secular. <laughs> He's just hilarious, guys. If you don't know of who he is or haven't heard of him, please go to his website and purchase like all of his his um, stand-up comedies that he's done in the past and performed. Um, MarcusDWiley.com is the website, but he's been in this since, like, I'm sure before 2003. But he has um, things on his website going all the way back to 2003. In addition to that, he is an author, um, and the name of the book is Hustle and Faith. The book is actually kind of like a bio, but it's it's funny, and the title itself is is just it kind of makes you go, huh? And <laughs> but it's a God filled book. So if you haven't gotten a copy of it, please do so. You can purchase that from his website as well. Terms that describe Mr. Marcus D. Wiley. Passion-filled professor who brings clarity to the classroom. He reminds us that saints may be still sinning, but God's grace keeps us growing. He is also known, as I mentioned before, as Bishop Secular on the Yolanda Adams Morning Show. And another quote that I found, nobody gets busy like God, um, is something that he says often. No matter how difficult the, the test, God still deserves our very best. So with no further ado, please join me in welcoming Marcus D. Wiley. Thank you so, so much for joining Veronda Bellamy Inspired. It's such an honor to have you. I don't know if I should address you as Professor Wiley or Marcus D. Wiley. What do you prefer? <laughs> you know, my mama name is Marcus. <laughs> All right, Marcus. Thank you so much for joining Veronda Bellamy Inspired. I really do appreciate it. Again, it is an honor to have you on as um, one of the guests for my final episode of Living in Balance for season three of the Veronda Bellamy Inspired show. So I got a chance to see you at a conference that was held in Charlotte maybe about a month ago. That's where I came to really, yeah, I got a chance to get a copy of your hilarious but so truthful and honest book, Hustle and Faith. Um, and I, I literally, when I got home that night, I, I sat down and I read it aloud to my husband, not that he can't read, but <laughs> I just wanted him to really hear, you know, the content of your book because it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, can you just tell the listeners a little bit about you and who you are exactly? I don't really think you need that uh, announcement, but I'll give you the chance to go ahead and do that. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, everybody need it. I'm, uh, you know, Marcus D. Wiley and uh, at this character stage uh, I am a um, professor at Texas Southern University a uh, radio host uh, Yolanda Adams morning show and uh, a stand-up comedian and then I'm a husband a father <laughs> so, you know all that other stuff I'm a Christian and you know but yeah that's that's really it I'm your average everyday guy you know I, I, I like the modesty here. I, I really do like it. So I'm going to follow that <laughs> by some of the things that I've read about you, just some of the quotes. Um, and I just found them to be really astounding of how they, how you're described um, as a passion-filled professor who brings clarity mm. to the classroom. Mm. That's Marcus. <laughs> Where did you get that at? <laughs> ah, 
MarcusDWiley.com. Oh, they bragging. Okay. A comedic communion filled with the um, Holy Ghost hilarity. That's who you mm. are. Uh huh. Yeah. And um, I really like this one. Nobody gets busy like God. And it, really, what it does for to me, it brings it brings it home for who you really are. So everything that you do, I think, is for the glory of God in your comedy, um, when you're a professor in the classroom, when you're on the show, it's for the glory of God. Would you agree with that, or do you want to add something else to that statement? Oh, I agree. I agree with you. Yes. Yeah. That's, yes. And that's, that's, that's really how I see you. I think you're just an awesome man of God. Um, and you. so you want to tell us a little bit about your ministry and all the things that you do? Well, you know, I just, uh, you know, when I looked up the word ministry, it just simply meant, you know, meeting the needs, uh, you know, to meet the needs of others. And so uh, I don't really use the word ministry probably like others because, you know, churches will tell you, well, this is your ministry. You should do this for free. They were like, whoa, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. So I kind of got... <laughs> <laughs> I had to get away from saying ministry like nah this is my job bro but right. but what I do know is that uh, on everything that I do be it a job because I'm a Christian I have to provide a service and and then and anytime you're not doing a good service to people then you're not doing a good job if I could tell you if I could say it like that you know so when you're a Christian and you have a job you know whatever it may be you know, there's going to be some people you're going to meet that are going to have some needs. And so it becomes our jobs as Christians, are, you know, to service these people. And if you're not doing a good service, then ultimately you're not doing a good job. That's so true. I totally agree with you. That's, that's yeah. a candid way of putting what it is that you do and um, just honing in on that, all of the skills that you have. So really what I hear you saying is that, you know, it's about serving other people. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Like if I'm in a classroom and, mm -hmm. um, you know, they'll tell you, uh, I, I've heard I'm pretty funny in the classroom. <laughs> and let's say I'm noticing that there's a student that's not laughing like everybody else. You know, they're a little mm -hmm. depressed. Well, it's not my job to go find out what's wrong. Mm -hmm. But my service kicks in now, you know, because I need to find out, you know, I need to be able to help this student and let them know that, hey, it's not that bad or you can get through it or how can I help? you know, to get you laughing like everybody else. Mm -hmm. And so, so that's, so I just look at it that way, you know. I mean, I do a disservice to the student and a terrible job if I just <laughs> neglect them <laughs> and continue on act, acting like I didn't see them all, you know, down in the press. Yeah. Marcus, yeah, that would be pretty bad. Yeah, that, that yeah. would be, yeah, not so good. Yeah. <laughs> So, in all of the things that you've done, um, tell us a little bit, some, a little bit about how you've overcome some adversities in your career in being able to service other people and serve, you know, really for the kingdom of God. Uh, you know, I I do these jokes. I really don't brag a mm -hmm. lot about burdens or, mm -hmm. or, or, or broadcast a lot of bad news stories, but like everybody else. I have them, and uh, I just believe, um, you know, at some point when you're a Christian, 
the Bible has to, you know, come to fruition. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, at, at some point, I mean, I, 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 I just don't think, I just don't think, you know, I mean, I mean, at some point, I'm, I'm supposed to reap at some point. I don't know when, even give, give it the exact date, but I'm supposed to reap, you know, you know, at some point, joy is coming. At, at one of these mornings, joy is coming. And so, and so, you know, um, when I'm going through difficult times, that's basically what I lean on. I lean on, I, I know that uh, if everything is working for my good, then mm-hmm. this cannot be the end of the road because it's mm-hmm. not good yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so, <laughs> you know, that's how I, I kind of get through, you know, difficult times. You know, I just lean on what the words say. I mean, if, right. I, if I'm going to believe it, then, hey, it is. it's it's kind of plentiful right it's just right there so (laughs) yeah i mean you know i'm 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 just i'm just not big i I grew up in a in a an environment or like i said a church where it's a problem everybody has a problem and everybody you know yeah i'm I'm, you know i'm going through and it's kind of it's depressing (laughs) after a while you know it's like well, man, you know, it make people be like, why come? I mean, if, if, if you going all the time and you depressed, ain't no sense of me going. I love it. <laughs> that is, yeah. it's hilarious, but it's true. Yeah. At some point, you know, we all go through challenges. It's life. Yeah. But it's life. Yeah. you really got to pick up your word and actually... Yeah seek to be the word you know live the word and, mm-hmm. and be what it is that you are reading so that you can overcome these challenges yep. like i could seriously end this interview right now because that was a <laughs> big message in in just it's so true it's so so true you know so um reading the bible and just leaning on God's word has been your way of um, of getting through whatever you had to overcome. And really, your book goes into hustle and faith. Really um, goes into all of that, you know, and right. and really how the two go hand in hand. It sounds, you know, cliche by saying the word hustle and faith right. together, mm-hmm. but the way that you put it, you know, we all have a job to do. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, work. Yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, you know new Christians and uh, even some old ones, um, they just believe, you know, get in church, live right, right, and everything gonna be all right. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, it just don't work like that. And from my experience, it, it, it just mm-hmm. don't work like that. You know, it rains on the just and unjust. That's what the Bible says. So, That's what it says. you know, you know, you got you got to put that work in. You got to hustle. You know, you got to go after of it. And the fact mm-hmm. that you are a part of the family, you know, mm-hmm. then that's when you get that favor, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. You get the favor, and the favor ain't fair, and it's all right, though, right? Because it gets us through 
And faith is the activating ingredient to all of the things that we do. If you don't have faith in what you what you want to pursue or are pursuing, then it's not going to manifest in any form. You will continue to go through, right? You will continue to be depressed. You will continue to um, have challenges that you just can't overcome because you aren't activating the faith that's inside of you. So that's that is so true. So how um, do you in everything that you do? Um, how are you able to like balance it all being a great husband being a great dad you know being a leader how are you able to manage all of that well i think um i think for me um bills help me manage everything the bills (laughs) um you know um when you have bills then you have to uh find a way to do everything and so so, you know my wife she she understands um my son he he understands you know he goes he goes he goes to private school i take him by the public school i say which school would you like to attend he says the Uh private school i say well private school costs money and Mm -hmm. so that means i'm gonna have to go get some money and that means traveling and things of that nature now if you want me to stay home and you go to the public school with one computer then hey you know we can do that too. but, right. but nah, I, I, I just um you know i, I think life 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 brought a, life kind of dictate how things go i mean mm-hmm. if, if i could say it that way like there was once upon a time when i was just a college recruiter mm-hmm. you know and and right. then i was a time when i was just a, a worker that worked on staff at a church mm-hmm. and so you know you you want more you ask god for more you work hard for more and then when more come you mm-hmm. know i don't complain about time or you know like i tell my wife you know don't let's not fall out over you rarely at home i mean because right. when i was at home we couldn't do nothing <laughs> you know when i was at right. home we, we we were just at home looking at each other <laughs> and then so you know i think it's gonna always be some sacrifice on everybody's part and mm-hmm. um you know and so so yeah you just i just balance it i just we just i just do it yeah and so you you balance everything by doing what needs to be done and you it sounds like you guys have a, a tight ship there you know and respect yeah. within your marriage and um yeah. you understand yeah. the dynamics of carrying out all the things that you have to do and your wife does as well so that's how you guys balance everything in a nutshell i think for sure she's the dominant parent you know <laughs> right. and, I'm the, and i'm the dominant breadwinner and, right, and I'm sure she's okay with that. Go ahead, Miss right. Wiley. <laughs> right, I don't cross. I don't cross over her lane. She don't cross in my lane. <laughs> respect, guys. And for those that's listening that are married, respect goes a long way within your marriage. You know, it goes yeah. a very long way. So that's true. And I was actually um, when I was doing my research, if mm-hmm. you will, I did see that um, your wife has a single that dropped last year. And um, I, I downloaded it, yeah. and it's a pretty, pretty awesome 
pretty yeah. big deal. Like it's a it's an awesome song. So um, if if you guys are okay with that, I don't know how all of that works. Is it okay if I play that at some point? Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. She um her her she wanted to do a project. She wanted to do an EP, and it's complete. Mm-hmm. They just um she's just getting the packaging and everything done, but the songs, everything are they're done, and. You know, just a project she wanted to do. She's praise and worship lead at the church, and she sang background for, you know, several people, but she just kind of wanted to do her own little project. And that was right. the whole purpose of the song, about the front, you know, coming from the back to the front. And, yep. uh, and you know, so I was proud of her. She was able to do it with, without my without my help. Without my okay. help. Not, not, not support. I support it. But <laughs> right. she wanted to do it on her own. You know, right. and, and that's important. You know that mm-hmm. you know people are able to to do things, especially things that they want to do. Mm-hmm. Stop expecting other people to do something for you. It's what you hey. want to do, so hey. you go do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so true, and it's a beautiful song. So I will play it and um, make sure the listeners, you know, know of Miss Erica Wiley and how she is stepping to the forefront. Um, I guess you both will be out there together and doing things Uh-oh. together. So that's awesome. Yeah, I think it's like beautiful. Bobby and Whitney. Bobby and Whitney. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I like I like Marcus and, and Erica, okay? <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the projects that you have coming up? Like, what, what else do you have coming up soon? Well, my project, I have a book. I have a new mm-hmm. book, um, mm-hmm. and basically what I'm doing with my books now, I want the first book, Hustle and Faith, that was my story, mm-hmm. but now what I'm doing with these books, I'm taking my recorded DVDs and I'm transcribing mm-hmm. them to books, so my, I'm making my comedy, you know, turning my comedy sets into books, because I'm a okay. team writer, okay. and so I, I did a... a um, I did a um, a DVD recording of comedy on this mm-hmm. title, How to Live Holy When You're Horny. Mm-hmm. And so I think I'm going to take I'm going to take that and make it a book because um, it's, it's important. It, it's important, yeah. But now, <laughs> but let me define horny now. <laughs> horny, if you look. <laughs> If, can you say horny on your radio? Can, can, can yeah, you, you, okay. you are Marcus D. Wiley. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So the, um, <laughs> if you look it up, it just means seeking blank right. Now you filling your own blank. I don't know what you're horny <laughs> Okay. But how I came to this particular title and whole theme was when I'm in church on Sundays, if you if you watch altar prayer, mm-hmm. what you see is a bunch of horny folk coming to the altar because mm-hmm. they seeking some type of blank gratification. They want whether it's career, companionship, right. car, crib. You mm-hmm. know they 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 horny for something. Right. And so, and it's like, how do you live holy, and not only holy H O L Y, but whole W H O L L? How do you live whole when you always, when you always wanting something, when you always seeking something? Mm. And so, and so, um, you know, just going with some tidbits, a couple of stories about it, and 
And uh, yeah, so got the book, got the book working on, as well as my new DVD recording I'm working on, which is called mm-hmm. Check Your Feelings mm-hmm. at the Door. <laughs> Talking about some issues, talking about some, not issues, but talking about some topics that have been taboo in church. Mm -hmm. You know, that's been taboo. Uh, This is a tough one. It's going to be tough Mm. to hear this material because I want to, I want to talk about the homosexual community in the church. Okay. I want to talk about why men don't come to church. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about uh, how horrible marriages look in the church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, it's just a bunch of it's a bunch of tough topics that okay. that normally a uh, comedian don't say in church because of the topic's been so taboo. So I've been mm-hmm. trying to find good, respectable ways to share mm-hmm. these to share this material. Well, I'm sure in certain of that you will be able to find the most clever way to get it out (laughs) because you just have a way about everything that you do when you speak and you're, you know, doing stand up and, um, and all of that. You just have a way of being able to just say it like you get it out there, but it's received in the right fashion so I look forward to it I will be I will be downloading and purchasing it and um <laughs> and telling everybody about it because you are absolutely hilarious when I saw you at Have, Have Life do your stand up I literally laughed so hard my side was hurting <laughs> like this man is he, he literally is right there on the edge right there but he's but this is, this right. is his gift. This is this is his gift. So you Bye. are absolutely awesome. I I um, was looking at your website and I had you have stuff all the way back from 2003 so you've been yeah. at this for for a while for a little while mm-hmm. so um, I really appreciate you taking the time to join us um, if the listeners would like to get in contact with you uh, do you want to go ahead and provide I think I did already but provide your website and any other forms of um, communication or media sites that you have yeah, you could basically just go to my website, MarcusDWiley.com, and then all that other social media stuff is on there. But everything is pretty much Marcus D. Wiley, you know, okay. with all that, but MarcusDWiley.com. Perfect. And any lasting thoughts that you would like to share with the listeners in regards to just, you know, living in balance overall, um, or any lasting thoughts that you would like to share with them? Well, I would just say, you know, anytime that you only live this life, you know, one time, you know, um, you live it one, I'm talking about on earth, um, you know, you, <laughs> you live it once. And so what I have learned to do, what helps me is just try to be the best me, the best me. Uh, I've definitely taking my eyes off of others and just trying to be the best me I could be in this life. Yeah, in this life, you know, just the best, what's the best Marcus Wilde I could be in. So I just try to share with everybody, you know, people going to have opinions until the end of the world. But if you just be the best you, I mean, be happy, you know, with you. 
<laughs> and, and, and enjoy your life, man. Stop trying to think of think how God would think. You know, I mean, just I, I just hear so much stuff. It just it kills me. And so, so I was sitting at a bar watching the game, and a lady told me, "I can't believe you sitting at this bar." Wow. And I was like, "What you mean?" She's like, "I know who you are. You're on that gospel station, and you sitting at this bar." <laughs> And mind you, I wasn't drinking or nothing. I was just sitting there because I'm watching the game. You can't, right. you can't watch the game from, you know, you know, the uh, inside the restaurant. Mm -hmm. But now I was like, you know what? Let me order something now because I, I mean, if, <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 because what she said was, she said, see, people like you that stop other people from going to church. That's what she said. That, oh that's, no! And that's what, and that's what kind of kind of bent me in the wrong way when she said that like you the reason like I'm the reason like me I'm the reason why sitting at this bar watching the Houston Rockets I'm the reason why people don't go to church I'm I'm, I'm the problem you know and so I told that bartender man bring me everything you know I know I that. <laughs> but 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 yeah so I'm just saying but but it but if you don't watch that You'll start listening to everybody, everything everybody has to say, and you know, and, and, and you will hate your life, you know, right? Because you, because you, because you, because you're comparing it, or you putting up against what people are saying. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean by man, live your life, live the best way you can. You people know what what's right and wrong. You ain't got to ask, am I wrong? Mm -hmm. You know, if we people know when they're wrong, so mm -hmm. just live the best you can. That's it. I love it. I love it. That's a great way to end the show and just being the best that, that you can be. And you too, Professor Wiley, continue to do what you're doing and continue to let God use you and you deliver the message um, as you are delivering it because it needs to be told just the way that you are telling it. So um, thank you for being a part of the show. And this so you've just heard, guys, from the hilarious Marcus D. Wiley. From every guest that's been on today, shout out to you all. Thank you all for being a part of the Lyft experience. All the way from Miss Arielle Smith, which you can find her on her website, www.iamarielsmith.com. Prophetess Valerie Moore at www pvmministries.com and then Marcus D. Wiley at MarcusDWiley.com so that's all of their websites you can find their social media um, handles and everything on their website you guys thank you for joining and being a part of the Lyft experience you've just partook in the Lyft experience on the Veranda Bellamy Inspired Show. So I introduced that all to you all. I thank you for being a part of it. I will be touring and I will announce to you all when the tour dates are finalized. If you would like to stay in contact with me and you wanna hear more about the touring and things of that nature, you can always email info at verandabellamy.com. 
visit me online at www.verondabellamy.com and under verondabellamy.com there's a tab titled the Veranda Bellamy inspired show so you can actually click there and I'll have all of the information about the tour dates and specifics right there on the website Again, thank you all for joining and being a part of the Lyft experience on the Veranda Bellamy Inspired Show. I'll leave you with this. Living in fellowship together, what does that mean? It means a yearning to know more, to be around kindred spirits. Living in fellowship together. Living as in breathing, in being a part of fellowship coming together in unity that is lift the lift experience i want you to smile at someone love someone and show someone the love of god today be inspired
all for joining Veranda Bellamy Inspired. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.